What constitutes the end of life of a photograph? Well, that's that's actually a really important question, and it's often overlooked because when when we ask a simple question like how long will it last, it's just easy to answer it with a simple oh, it'll last 100 years, or it'll last 92 years, or it'll last 127 years. It's a a nice answer that seems simple and understandable, Um, but it's it's not—it doesn't describe the whole situation. For one thing, you need to understand if somebody's going to— try to tell you how long something will last, they actually have to be able to describe the condition, the state at which it's in at that point in time. And if you can't describe that state, then I think the notion that it has lasted or not lasted is 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 wholly inadequate. So um, think of the way the art world um, assesses art objects. They, do a con- they, they obviously take into account rarity, who the artist was, um, sort of the historical um, background, but they also take into condition the condition of the piece. So if it's a photographic print, is it in beautiful condition at 50 years of age? Is it showing noticeable signs of discoloration and fading? Um, Is it so severely faded that there's just a very faint image that's left and you would have to go to some really historic, uh, really uh, heroic means to try to digitally reconstruct an image from this faint ghost-like image? So you really want to talk about condition. And and I and I think that that gets lost in the discussion when we try to simplify it down to how long will it last. You really want to ask how well does it last? What is it? What is its condition going to be in at fifty years? What is its condition going to be in a hundred years? And I think it also, if you think about it, and somebody gives you a rating in years like one hundred and twenty-seven years, well, ask yourself, well, what what does it look like? what is the condition of the print at 126 years? And what would the condition of the print be at 127 years? Is it, is it like the Mission Impossible tape where it suddenly starts smoking and it disappears in a minute, the minute it turns 128 years of age? It doesn't work that way. Most of fading and discoloration and aging is kind of an analog process. It's a slow process of getting, of getting more and more and more noticeable until it becomes so noticeable that it actually becomes problematic and objectionable, at which point it still may have value. It may have functional value. Um, If it is the only extant image that you can find of a particular historic event, if it's just a barely faint, hardly there image, but there's still information content, one could argue that it still hasn't met its end of life. It still has functional value. So it's really all about assessment of condition. It's, it's about, look, is it, it, it's simple. Is it in great shape? Is it in fair shape? Is it in bad shape? And, and how do you make those decisions? How do you, how do you judge the condition of something? 
Um, and so in, in many ways, that's another thing that I-STAR was intended to do, the I-STAR metric. It, it, it's, it's an objective way of looking at color and tone reproduction. So is it 80% of what it was? Is it 50% of what it was? Is it 20% of what it was? If, if you can say it that way, you can, you can sort of objectively state condition, at least in terms of color and tone reproduction. So, um, so that's, that, I think that that's a really important um, thing for, for all collectors to be aware of. And I, and I think they are instinctively. A collector doesn't look at how long something lasts. They, they go, it's in my possession. It's X number of years old now. It's in a certain state. It's in a certain condition. It's excellent. It's good. It's fair. It's poor. By all of the, you're bringing to bear all of your experiences with photographs in terms of quality. You know, you, you have to have some understanding of what is a photograph? What is excellent color and tone reproduction? What is okay color and tone reproduction it's sort of yeah it's it's okay it's not great um this is why printmakers go to great lengths to pick certain media why aren't we all just printing on plain paper it's because when you print with aqueous inkjet on plain paper you get an okay print it's kind of it doesn't have a lot of color it it can bleed a little bit it's not necessarily really sharp it it's it's it doesn't have good D-Max, it doesn't have good contrast, but it's an image. It's probably good for a you know, a, a it might be perfectly acceptable to present in a you know, a business meeting or something, but is it the best reproduction it can be? No, you're going to you're going to go to a higher quality paper that's going to bring out higher quality uh attributes when you print. So um, all of this, even on day one, photographers and printmakers obsess about image quality. They're mostly obsessing about initial image quality. So all you have to do is frame the discussion. If you've got this print that's in that's absolutely you've worked very hard to give it extremely beautiful initial image quality, then how does that hold up as as the print ages over time? And it's it's not a go no it's not a catastrophic failure in most cases unless of course you know your dog eats it or somebody decides they hate the print and they rip it in two so in that sense any work of art on paper can be destroyed immediately because there are mechanisms we all know it it's 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 kind of it, it's probably kind of silly to be talking about it but but honestly we we can damage works of art on paper with just poor handling. Um, but again, if you look at the initial properties, the aesthetics, all of those things that make it a beautiful photograph on day one, and that the printmakers worked really hard to get that quality into that piece. And now we just, we follow it. We track it over time. And if the collector is very caring and very responsible and understands the mechanisms which cause it to age more quickly then you can take steps to slow that down. And that's where, I've said it before in, in some of the earlier uh, discussions, the, the print longevity is in the hands of the collector. Print permanence, creating a piece that is more stable, that's in the hands of the printmaker. But print longevity, that's 
really almost entirely in the hands of the collector. So we talked about the pencil of nature earlier. That's a very fragile piece of art. And yet curators and archivists and the museum community has learned to care for it so that we can slow those weaknesses down and we can make it last a lot longer. So here's something that if you were just to rate it with modern test methods, it would it would fail with, with it would just have very very poor ratings but because we know its fragility and we understand what's going on with it we can take care of it and we can and we can make it last indefinitely it, because that piece has enduring value so i think that's true of of every photograph out there i think that that photographs start out not necessarily with an intention that they're going to be kept a long time that the reason for printing them might be something as simple as you just want to show a friend a photograph today and you really don't even expect to keep it. But somehow it gets put in a drawer and it gets benign neglect and suddenly it's 20 years old and you go, wow, I, I never even realized I had that print anymore. And something that started out as ephemera, something that wasn't pl nobody planned on keeping it, ends up at a state in time in the future where somebody says, wow, that's actually an interesting print. It's worthy of, of, of more deliberate and active um, preservation than it had seen up until that time. Um, and that's where the durability factor comes in. That's where the printmaker, if you give it, if you work with materials that are more durable, more permanent, they can withstand less than ideal storage conditions and display conditions they're going to have an opportunity to move into the future where someone looking backwards with the hindsight of history and the hindsight of time will say, wow, that's really, that's an interesting photograph. I want to keep it. So um, all those things come into play. <laughs>